You are Locked On Steelers, your daily Pittsburgh Steelers podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome to the Locked On Steelers podcast. I'm your host, Chris Carter, bringing you your daily dose of all things on the Pittsburgh Steelers. It is Tuesday, June 15th, which means Steelers minicamp opens today. We're going to get some preview looks at that, what I'll be watching for. I'll be in attendance uh, with the Pittsburgh media at Heinz Field for minicamp. Lots to come. Uh, No Tony Tuesday today. I wasn't able to link up with him, but he will be back later this week. So... Be sure sure to tune in for that on Thursday, but there's still plenty to talk about, and we'll address that right here. Let's get into it. So with minicamp ready to go, I'm going to break down how this is going to work first. So just so y'all understand what the deal is here. Now, minicamp, for those who might not be the initiated Steelers fans out there, is going to be, that's helmets and shorts, so... There's still no pads, there's still no hitting, there's still no live stuff going on. It's just a a mandatory, more intense version of what we've been seeing at OTAs. OTAs are voluntary, they're at the Steelers practice facility, um, and it's it's a different kind of environment. Minicamp, it's, it's basically the coach's official time to get you ready before you take off one last vacation uh, and then come back for training camp uh, in, in late July. Now... The thing to remember with minicamp stuff, you know, we, we, we will be getting players to talk to and coaches to talk to. So there will be plenty of content over the next couple days here. We'll be breaking things down and we're going to, you know, try to try to see how much we could get it, get out of some of the guys that we talk to. But what's really going to be interesting at Heinz Field, where they're doing their practices, we're going to be able to go and watch uh, these guys practice. So we're going to get see more of the 7-on-7, more of the 11-on-11s, and get an instance there. Now, here's the thing. We cannot report those because that's how the game works. If, you, if you're reporting what's happening in the 7-on-7 and 11-on-11s, you're given insight that could be seen by other teams. That's the stuff that's not allowed in Steelers, in Steelers practices. But what we can talk about, what we're seeing in individual drills, and just you know what a player lets on to us about. So there's, there's, there's ways around that, and there's definitely ways that you'll learn what's going on in minicamp. But again, we will be discussing all of them right here on the show. You know, I just... I'm glad that I think a lot of you in the Facebook group, you get what I've been trying to put down about how it's June. Enjoy the Steelers. Be a fan of the Steelers. Be a mega fan of the Steelers. Be hyped about news that you see. But don't let it control you. Don't let it, you know, know, make you think something that has, that there's no reason to actually think that that's the case. You know, like when, when fans are saying, oh, they're going to sign this guy. Oh, they're going to do this. Oh, they're going to do that. You know, relax. Or, oh, this guy stinks. Or this guy's really good because such and such said so. Sometimes there's not weight there. And especially when you just see a guy just practicing well. I can't tell you how many times I've been to Steelers training camp. A receiver has done well. A DB has done well. And then they're gone. And then I talk to someone who I know on the team and they're like, Hey, yeah, so, like, you saw those moments? Well, guess what? We saw these. And it's like, oh, okay, well, there you go. And that's how it works. And 
that's where I think that, uh, that, that people have to understand with minicamp is that the things that we were to see, it's giving us good insight and we're learning, but there's still going to be plenty of, plenty of sides to this that we're unsure of. Um, and that we will, again, we will have to see when the pads come on. Jakumo Korfor said this just last week during, um, during the OTAs. He's like, you know, all, you know, we're look. A lot of us look great in drills. Anybody can look great in drills. What's gonna matter is what happens when you put those pads on. Can you be physical? And uh, honestly, you know, I've talked a lot about how Adrian Clem, the Steelers' new offensive line coach, is teaching them to be more physical, and that's vital to what they're doing. And the Steelers' offensive line needs to buy into it. But that's the thing, right? We won't know how much they actually have bought into it until we see the pads put on. And even then, we're only seeing it against the Steelers until the, the until you know they, they get into the preseason games. So there's certain things that you got to kind of lean back on and just be like, okay, we're not going to know if Kendrick Green is, is going to maul people in the NFL right away. We're not going to know... You know, can Chikuma Core for play on left side and 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 adopt more physical play where he's where he's getting up? There's gonna be things you just gotta accept that aren't gonna be part of the equation. But what you're hoping for here is clean health, no major injuries. Rookies start to feel it, you know, getting that getting the the vet the veteran teachings, but also, you know, feeling their confidence. And you're hoping that coming out of all of this, you're starting to solidify some ideas of, of what you want to do. Now, again, as a fan, you won't see that. But like this is the time for Matt Canada to be like, all right, let's start putting some things together that we've been working on. So that's where I am about OTAs. I do think that there's going to be some really interesting things to come out of these next few days. So stay tuned with that. We're going to take a quick break. When we come back, I want to talk to you all about Najee Harris because that's going to be the story. Najee is the man. But what should we be looking at looking at from Najee right now in these, in these next couple weeks? I'll talk about that right after this. But first, we've got to talk to our friends from rockauto.com. Chain stores have different price tiers for professional mechanics and do-it-yourselfers. RockAuto.com's prices are the same for everybody and are reliably low. RockAuto.com always offers the lowest prices possible rather than charging prices based on what the market will bear like airlines do. RockAuto.com is for everybody and does not require membership or account login. Best of all, Prices at rockauto.com are always reliably low and the same for professionals and do-it-yourselfers. Why spend up to twice as much for the same parts? Go to rockauto.com right now and see all the parts available for your car or truck. Write locked on, that's L-O-C-K-E-D, locked on in their how did you hear about us section so that they can know that we sent you. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need. Visit rockauto.com today. Back here on the Locked On Steelers podcast, I'm your host Chris Carter, continuing our talk about minicamp as that's set to begin today. 
one guy who everyone will be focused on, of course, is Najee Harris. He's the number one pick for the Steelers this draft in the first round, the 24th overall. You know what I mean. But he's a guy who, being brought here, everyone's excited because they want to bring the running game back. And this guy was the best running back of this class. You know, some will say it's Travis ATN. Who cares what they say? I'm saying he's the best running back of this class. Now, here's the thing, though. I was just talking about all the things you're looking for from OTAs and then for into minicamp. What I'm looking for from Najee in minicamp is for him to be seamless in understanding what he's doing. I want to see how much time it takes for him to understand his role in the backfield playing next to Ben, where else they line him up at, and how lost he looks at in some of these some of these team drills in 7-on-7 seven seven and 11-on-11. 11 11. Because that's one thing that Najee Harris has shown, at least in talking with him, is that he is not phased by this level of the game. There's times guys come to the NFL and they're like, whoa, this is an adjustment, this is the pros, I'm not sure if I'm ready for this. And then they lose some of the skills that they had. Or at least lose the confidence. Najee don't do that. Najee's gonna be not Najee is, is I think is ready for that. But what I will be looking for when he's going th- through from drill to drill, how well does he take on catching the ball in different positions? How well does he take on running the ball, you know, from different formations? Because one thing Matt Canada does is he's gonna have a lot of different formations, which means when you have different formations, you have different reads. When you have different reads, you have different things to anticipate. When you have different things to anticipate, you got to approach each play knowing what's going on. And that thing is that the running back position, much like the quarterback position, has to do so many different things. It was a big reason why I was such a big guy on Le'Veon Bell when he was with the Steelers. Le'Veon Bell caught the ball. He ran the ball. He blocked if he didn't have the ball. Ran over guys. Ran around guys. Spun around guys. Jumped over guys. Those are, you know, those are the things that when you look back at, at his time, it, it made sense why he led the NFL in his, history in uh, total yards per scrimmage from per game. Not just because he was talented with the ball in his hands, but because you could see him succeed even when he didn't have the balls in his hand, ball in his hands. When he was able to block for Ben Roethlisberger, and the way that he blocked for Ben Roethlisberger, he embraced that role. When he lined up as a wide receiver, he was a threat when you moved him outside and people were terrified of him. And that opened up more opportunities for players like Antonio Brown, Martavis Bryant, Juju Smith-Schuster. And I think that's what they're going to be expecting of Najee. Not, I think I know that's what they're expecting of Najee. And it sounds cool. Like, you know, it sounds, you know, like, Oh yeah, well he could just do that. There's a lot of studying and understanding of the game that you got to know to do that. That's the thing about with Le'Veon Bell, when he's tweeting these dumb things and he's still not done doing it i don't know why but it's just like a reminder that guys who are really smart in sports don't necessarily carry that over to other things because the things that Le'Veon bell picked up on very quickly in the nfl 
There are things that some guys and some guys who are smart guys they just they don't get. They don't understand how to fit their fit their 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 role into a certain situation and say, "Oh, that's what this read is. That's what this situation calls for." This is how I step up to help my team in this moment. And he had those things. I do think Najee has has that in him to do that. At least that's what I saw at Alabama. And again, all the things we're hearing make sense, right? I mean, Ben's saying that the guy, uh, you know, that, that Najee is, is working so late that the running back coach is saying, Najee, I got to go home, man. Najee's even saying, like, hey, man, it's a new playbook. It's a lot more intense, but I'm liking it, and I don't, I don't got to do schoolwork, so this is great. And everybody that talks about Najee is how comfortable he looks in each of the drills at OTA and how he never looks like he's out of place. That's what you want to see in minicamp. And again, this is no major hurdle, but this is this is the whole thing. The journey to the actual NFL is long. It's tedious. There's a lot of times you have to keep proving yourself over and over and over again. And that's this is the part that he's at right now. Show up in these these practices and show that you not only understand the playbook, but that you understand where you're going to fit in. And when you do got questions, ask them. Push it. Because there's many times he makes mistakes. There were times T.J. Watt mis- made mistakes as a rookie. There's times Ben made mistakes as a rookie. I mean, there's t- times everybody still makes mistakes now. But you get my point. Is that you know, there's, there's still that adjustment period, and he's going to have that. But how much that adjustment period impacts his actual game, that's what's that's what's going to, I think, determine a lot of things for the Steelers this year. Because they need him to be to fit in quickly and be like by by week four, he's so part of the team that it's like, oh man, I can't imagine what, what it was like to not have Najee Harris. Even though it's already been a month. But that's where I see this uh that that's where I see needing to see Najee Harris in these because what's one thing that you'll see you'll see videos on our YouTube account on DKPittsburghSports.com of what's going on at training or, or, or mini camp. You'll see the interviews pop up there. You'll read my work at DKPittsburghSports.com, which you should read my work if you don't already, as well as Dayon Kovacevic and Dale Lolly. The three of us will be there covering what's going on. But what I'm going to be looking for again, in this long journey is, you know, how does he embrace this part? And one thing that Devin Bush won over his teammates with was when he first stepped on the field at rookie camp, at mini camp, at OTAs, he knew the plays. He was calling things out. It was like he had already been there. That's what you want to see out of Najee Harris. Be a young leader. Lead by example. We're going to talk a little bit more about the Steelers getting you ready for some other final thoughts I have before mini camp starts. But first, we're going to talk to you about your friends at BetOnline. BetOnline.ag, the only place that we trust here in the Lockdown Podcast Network to place bets on. Even though football season's over, there's a ton of different ways to make money by gambling on sports right now. If you go to betonline.ag today and sign up for your free account, you'll get a 50% bonus to your first deposit simply by entering the promo code LOCKEDON. That's L-O-C-K-E-D-O-N, LOCKEDON, all capital letters and all one word, and that will get you your 50% bonus on your first deposit. 
Right now, sure, the NFL is done, but you can put money down on where certain free agents might be going in the NFL. You can also bet on college basketball, the NBA, and the NHL. All different ways to get off the sidelines and get in on the action. BetOnline.ag. Remember, use that promo code Locked On, L-O-C-K-E-D-O-N, Locked On, all capital letters, all one words, to get a 50% bonus on your first deposit. BetOnline.ag, your online sportsbook experts. You need a snack that's going to both help you get through the rest of your day, but also be good for you. That's where Built Bar comes in. Built Bar is the protein bar that tastes like a candy bar. They have 18 amazing flavors, including six of their newest ones, being caramel brownie, cookies and cream, cherry barcia, lemon almond cheesecake, carrot cake, and apple almond crisp. There's so much to enjoy, and also... Don't forget, they help you lose and maintain weight. They're low-calorie, low-sugar, high-protein, high-fiber, and great for anyone that's currently on a keto diet. Right now, Built Bar has a special promo code for you to get a great deal on their website. Go to BuiltBar.com and use the promo code LOCKEDON15 to get 15% off your next order. Again, that's LOCKEDON15, L-O-C-K-E-D-1-5, and you'll get 15% off your next order at BuiltBar.com. Back here on the Locked On Steelers podcast, I'm your host Chris Carter, continuing to wrap things up here, well not wrap things up, get you ready for minicamp. So one thing about position battles, yes there are position battles going on this year. I think there's going to be a significant position battle for who gets more spots in the rotation of inside linebacker next to Robert Spillane. Vince Williams is going to want more of his more of his share there, even though you know he, he hasn't been to OTAs. Robert Spillane spoke very confidently last week. I talked about this with Jenna Harner and with uh, you know all, all through last week, just about how Robert Spillane and Devin Bush and everyone was talking about those two together are probably going to be the pair because of Spillane's ability to cover. But don't forget, there's Buddy Johnson. And don't forget, Ulysses Gilbert, if he could stay healthy, was the other cover linebacker option. So where they go with this, that could be interesting. And they could get they could get a little bit of uh, pole positioning if they're in, in training camp for winning these battles by performing well in these mini camp practices. But when I look at this this team, let's look at let, let's acknowledge where the automatic you know who starting positions are: quarterback, running back, wide receiver. Though that's going to be a question of who does get more in the rotation. I think it's Chase Claypool, Deontay Johnson, Juju Smith-Schuster, and James Washington all in that kind of mix. Uh, and then offensive line, they've already said all but David DeCastro is unsettled. So everyone's going to be fighting. But we know Kevin Dotson's getting the left guard spot. You want to see what happens with Kendrick Green. But again, you won't really know about the offensive line until we see them in pads at camp. Training camp, not mini camp. So that's the thing here. I'm not really looking at the linemen for their, for their position battles. Even the defensive linemen, I'm kind of like, eh. Questions are going to be in the secondary because of the two players that put that left 
and because that's where it's going to see the most action. The Steelers need a reliable slot corner, even if he's young, to step in, be aggressive, fight off what teams are trying to force you to do, and win more of those battles in the middle of the field. Now, outside corner, of course, we're thinking, because here's the thing, with inside corner, Cameron Sutton is a guy that you would love to have there, but you want him outside because he can do that too. So, how this plays out in, in, in minicamp, we're probably going to be looking a lot at Justin Lane and James Pierre. And for the slot, I'd say some Trey Norwood and Shakur Brown. But when you look at, at at those crews of guys behind Joe Hayden and Cameron Sutton, you want to see who embraces these practices the best, who does establish that pole position. I got to say, James Pierre, the way he finished last season, and I know my guy, Tony, he's already built the hype train for him. He's uh, James Pierre. There's there's considerable excitement if you're a long time locked on Steelers fan. Not even long time. That was like the few weeks ago. But Justin Lane's still a third round pick. Got to see if he's able to bounce back from you know uh, from you know from from his from non not so good second year. We'll see if he does. But on the inside, Shakur Brown, a guy that they really liked. And someone asked me this the other day. It was like, why is it that, that, that Shakur Brown was so was was such a surprise or such a, you know, um, you know, why was he undrafted? And I'm like, well, that's the thing with slot corners, man. <laughs> like, people don't value them. That's why your most paid corner is the guys that can play outside. That's why Juju wants to line up outside as a wide receiver. That's why Cam wants to play outside, even though he'll say, oh, I want it for the team. No, he knows that if you play outside, you play outside well, you get paid in the NFL. So, again, when looking at these OTAs, there's only certain positions that I really feel comfortable saying, okay, OTAs, I keep saying OTAs, minicamp, excuse me. When looking at these mini-camp practices, there's only certain positions that I'm looking for to see who's actually in a camp battle. And then, of course, there's certain spots where, like, a guy shouldn't be in a camp battle. Like, like uh, Pat Firemuth, if he's anywhere near Zach Gentry, oh, that's a red alarm. You want him right, right, right along with Eric Ebron, learning from him. But there's plenty to be looking at here in Steelers' mini-camp. I just I, I really think outside corner, slot corner, those are gonna be the most fun to to kind of peek at and see what's going on in the flow of the game and how they how they're fitting in. That could tell us the most about what's really going on with the Steelers right now. And then we deal with the run game later. Because we'll get to see them put on the pads and get to work in the summer. 
but they there's 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 going to be some interesting competition. I one thing I neglected to say, there's still there, there's still a chance that someone comes in and tries to challenge Ray McLeod for the fifth spot, wide receiver spot, maybe. I don't see him winning it though with the way Ray McLeod is playing. He's how fast he is, how good he is on special teams. I don't see that happening. But you never know. You never know what you know what who could who could shine up in in, uh, in some mini camp practices, get real confident, work a little bit more in this next month off, and then come back into training camp and be a real force. So who makes those moves? Who can actually fit that that mold as being our our, our mini camp surprises? We'll find that out very soon. That's all our show today. We'll be back tomorrow with Dean and Josh. My first guest for the week. It's wild. I, I back-to-back solo shows. Don't have that much these days. Uh, but Dean and Josh will be, will be wrapping up our first day of, of mini camp. I'll be talking to them on the show. It should be a fun one. So please tune back into the Locked On Steelers podcast tomorrow. Uh, follow my work at DKPittsburghSports.com. Follow me on Instagram and Twitter at Carter Critiques. If you want all my takes live as these things go. Uh, thanks again for listening. Remember, you can subscribe on Apple, Spotify, Google Podcasts, and the app Odyssey. Also, remember to hit, leave us a five-star review with a positive comment. Doing so both at the same time gets you a shout at the end of the show. Thanks so much. Talk to you tomorrow.